Consequence Podcast Network. There's bitter days ahead. Death and terror. The dark man grows stronger every day. And soon he'll destroy all who stand against him. The world is now a blank page. And it is there. You must make your stand. My friendship to all of you precludes my involvement with any one of you. But if you want to make love, then I do too. And I'll be right there behind you. All in the name of hope. All in the name of hope. All in the name of hope. Greetings. Constant listeners, and welcome to a big old bonus episode of The Losers Club, a Stephen King podcast presented by the Consequence Podcast Network. I'm your host for today, Michael Monroeville Mall Rothman. Many, one of the many locations that will probably appear in CBS's All Access The Stand, um, which is why we're here. We're back in Boulder talking Stand, baby. More specifically, that miniseries that's coming home for the holidays. On December 17th, uh, today, friend of the pod, and I put that in bold, uh, Anthony Bresnikan <laughs> uh, hosted a New York Comic Con panel with uh, pretty much, eh, I'd say the majority of the cast. There's like 50 fucking people in this th- this thing, so I couldn't say the majority, but, you know, the, the principles. We got Whoopi Goldberg, James Marston, Greg Kinnear, Amber Heard, Jovan Adepo, Odessa Young, Owen Teague, showrunner Benjamin Cavell, and executive producer Taylor Elmore. Taylor so, uh, Swift. You know, that's a lot of people. No, no Taylor Swift though, unfortunately. Um, too busy. I thought she was playing. Uh, thought she was playing um, Julie Laurie. Oh wow, that'd trash. be wild. Um, she's just wearing like a T-shirt for uh, you know forever or something like that, um, or one of her new albums uh, or folklore. Uh, but anyway, after they talked about their characters and all the changes of the book and yada, yada, yada. They Should gave we us, talk about the panel? Well, we'll talk about it in a second, but okay. you know, they, they gave us a chocolate payday. And uh, <laughs> that was the full length trailer. That's what we were here for. And that's what we wanted. And that's what we got. Um, and I will say, unlike the trailer, the teaser that we got in August, um, I'd say this was uh, this gave us a real true crow's eye view. If you catch my drift, get it? You know, random flag. I do, yeah. Anyway, uh, gave it a good (laughs) scope of this thing. But look, because of all this news, we we really, we had to call for an emergency Losers Club ad hoc committee meeting. (laughs) And this is why I have assembled a true blue free zone. True blue. Uh, So you got me and you've got pretty much all the other voices who've already talked and spoiled the goddamn surprise. But um (laughs) Anyway, across town, in Chicago, beyond Western, because there are two people from Chicago, is... (laughs) Hey, it's Rockin' Randall Flagburn, uh, beyond (laughs) Western, and uh, Mac, were you the one who used to always say true blue all the time? Oh, yeah. I love love that phrase. It's so of another era. It's great. It's great. Well, I'm bringing it (laughs) back. Anyways, glad to be here. Glad to talk about the stand. I wasn't on the teaser episode, so, oh, man, do I have a lot to say. This is going to be exciting. Well, going a little bit f- closer to me, uh, who used to say True Blue all the time, and whose name was already mentioned by Randall. 
This is Mackenzie de Pompadour Gerber, <laughs> and I am excited to talk about this uh, trailer. I don't, I, do, I was not on the teaser either, Randall. So uh, I've got a lot of thoughts, no. and very excited about uh, the trailer. Well, that's exciting. Um, well, your <laughs> your brother was on the the episode, which is surprising for all of us. When he texted that you wanted to do it at nine o'clock at night or ten o'clock at night on a Sunday, it was wild. Um, but I will say. Someone who's the, the fourth member of our uh, free, zone, free Zone 4 Zone uh, <laughs> made it really hard on myself to say that, uh, was on that, that teaser discussion. And she's calling in from... That's right. <laughs> not Colorado, but Nashville. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is Jen Franny Adams. And I was on the tealer, teaser. I had a lot of thoughts about Hot Randall Flag, And I have got some more thoughts about Hot Randall Flag to share. So. I think yeah. I think we got a lot of thoughts here because let's be frank. Um, we let, let's be frank Underwood. Um, that's a problem. <laughs> that's a problematic character. Um, but uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, um, a lot of problematic. Uh, Talk about Randall cast Flag. If we're ta- talking about all of them here. But um we have we have a lot of hot cast members in this. Um, we also had a hot a hot moderator, if you want to be frank about it. But um, also, but anyway, um, he oh, listens Christ. to us, so he's probably going to be blushing right now. Um, anyway, um, let's talk about this panel. Uh, you know, Randall, I know you watched Jen Mac. Were you able to watch? I was in and out. No. Okay. Okay. No. Well, Randall, what did you? What, what were some let's, takeaways let's that you it, yeah. that you got from this? Oh, from the panel? Yeah, yeah. Not many. Uh, it was, you know, these panels are such, you know, they're it's pretty just customary kind of stuff, you know? It's like, uh, you know, what was it like to play the character? And then they just like, you know, oh, the character, they, they uh, he speaks his mind and he's a good leader and, you know, and it's just stuff like that. It's like, <laughs> oh, it was a real challenge. What was the, the great Kinnear quote you, you texted? It was just like, oh, no, it was great playing this guy, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. That's literally what he led up with, too. Um, <laughs> and it's just like, I get it, man. I, it's, you know, it's like when you're an actor, it's it's hard to talk about it. It's like, you know, like, like, I don't know. I always crack up when like somebody gets cast in a superhero movie or something. It's like, why'd you want to play this character? And it's like, he didn't want, he didn't give a shit who he plays. He just, no. you know, it's like, cast me as the fucking Flash or whatever, you know? And <laughs> yeah. so, um, so anyways, the panel was fine. Uh, you know, it was nice to see them all talk about it a little bit, but, um, uh, I actually thought the most interesting takeaway I probably had was listening to Owen Teague talk about Harold Lauder. Cause you could tell that, cause you know, he strikes me, he's young, he's, he's angsty, reminds me me when I was younger I think he probably like I could tell that he was very much um not trying to demonize Harold like he was like he's like I, I look I get it this is an awful character but um but I he's like I tried to approach him from this humanistic aspect like I like what he said about um he's like he's not a character who's devoid mm. of empathy but he's not really had a chance to use it much because people have been shitty to him his whole life and um mm. and I thought that was interesting because I'm like okay he at least seems to have a he's not just gonna play Harold as like a sneering villain or something you know yeah like so yeah, I, I appreciated right. that and um but didn't you uh, wouldn't you say that you you can kind of get that you gleaned a little bit of that nuance when you know amber heard was talking about nadine also like there is maybe like a sense that you know because that was one of our biggest gripes uh you know talking about the book and in the miniseries too is that they just made it that she's automatically a villain so that it yeah. almost makes it seem like they're kind of giving her a little nuance as well um you know yeah two peas in a pod so it makes sense um but that would that that was an interesting takeaway too I, of, what a surprise that you would you know go know. to herald <laughs> on this panel he's my um, boy I, I, I will yeah, say no the the person <laughs> like I, I thought Whoopi Goldberg to just go straight up being you know saying you know this is not going to be a magical Negro s- s- situation mm-hmm. here um, was pretty smart 
not, not not only just you know on behalf of the panel, but then also just on behalf of the show because I know that's going to be one of the first things that a lot of critics are going to be jumping on when this eventually drops. And you know, she's I mean, I love Whoopi because she's she's pretty like straight up with whatever she wants to say all the time. And she was, you know, she's pretty realistic. She was like, well, you know, 40 years ago, you get away with this shit, but, you know, they're not going to do that now. And I kind of liked her quote where, you know, uh, she's basically saying, like, you know, she's not a god. She's just a messenger. Um, you know, she needs to be a real person. You kind of have to feel her. And, you know, I, I, I love I love the, you know, the adaptation in 94, but you never really get a sense of who Mother Abigail is in that movie. You know, no. it's just like a force of good. And that's, you know, it's, it's very good with the capital G, but like, I'm hoping that we actually get, you know, a, you know, we're a standalone, not maybe not a standalone per se, but like a little bit more well, time for that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we will. I mean, didn't they say that she's like working at like a facility and they said so she has like a job in this town. So I feel like they're kind of like making her a little bit more of a, and just an everyday person mm-hmm. rather mm-hmm. than someone that's like on this cabin alone and this like picturesque that, you yeah. know, like this whole, like almost right out the gate, like a, a false sense of reality. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully they will. I, that sounds interesting. Yeah. I, I would love it if that, that was the case because I mean, it was one of the things that we talked about in the teaser because, you know, you see the shot of the wolf on the, the table and I was hoping that we actually get some of the stuff from the chapters where she's alone um, you know, where she has to go and make the chicken and, and not, not for, for when everyone's coming there. And granted, those chapters are a little slow and stuff, but there's a lot of great history and a lot of great stories that mm-hmm. are in that. Um, and if you can be yeah. wise about it with, we've already found out that, you know, this is going to be like kind of like lost with flashbacks. So it'd be easy for them to be able to kind of hit back on like the highlights of those stories to kind of embellish your character a little bit more, um, which is what I'm kind of mm-hmm. hoping that they do. Um, but are there anything else, Randall? I mean, I know that like, I will say I, it felt nice to be vindicated that Glenn Bateman um, is the more pragmatic one, uh, like my tweet that I, uh, I, you know, wrote this year um, and was scolded for. The one time I try not to be cynical um, and be like a little more optimistic, no, get thrown on the. You know bus, me; I am allergic to anything that is not deeply, deeply I know. pessimistic. So I just wasn't expecting to be treated like Gage Creed uh, and just like fucking thrown across the goddamn highway with everyone. But uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> Still oh. the funniest goddamn Twitter post of all time. It's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It, well, you know, look, it's not my fault that there's like two fucking screenshots of Glenn Bateman online. And one of them happens to be like... <laughs> the photo's basic... what makes it. He's so, he's so uh, dignified and it's noble. It's ridiculous. Um, oh, there was one more thing I wanted to bring up um, the with Larry Underwood. And it does... Yeah. It, it, it's, it's interesting that like they pretty much were straight up on that uh, saying like, well, it's not going to be the character that you see in the book. Obviously, um, we're definitely changing it up. Um, and I loved that uh, they ref- he referenced um, Baby Can I Dig Your Man. Um, and yeah. so that we know that that is actually going to be, he's still going to be a musician, still going to have, um, yes. you know, he's going to have this popular hit. And I'm, I'm still dying to know how it's going to sound like, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I thought that was kind of interesting. I was a little let down the fact that like, we didn't, I mean, look, I know it's a little short and stuff and, and it's just a panel for, for Comic-Con, but um I, I was surprised how like maybe they're just trying to hold, pull their punches a little bit and not hold you know like hold back some details but they didn't really get it was very surface level in a lot of areas with what they were talking about um but well, yeah i mean it's like you know what james marsden was talking about he's just like reciting yeah. the plot like and i don't know it was the most like uh 
like producer mandated answer ever like he's he, i was just cracking up because like it's just stuga it's just him just going you know he he, he knows how to speak he, he knows how to talk to people you know he's a good yeah. leader and i'm just kind of like mm. you're just this is nothing um mm-hmm. but well, so yeah know, i mean it's fine though i get I, it i, I I don't want them to give us anything. I know. I agree. I'm, I'm just like, I, I, Mike and I were talking about this the other day with other franchises and movies. Now, granted, all of those have been pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. But I, I'm just like, I want to just be surprised by something. I, I don't want to know any more about this. I just want it to come out. Uh, unlike, you know, like Bond or some of these other properties and things that we've basically seen the whole movie by the time these things will actually finally make it out. I'm just no longer interested in these things. Yeah, I totally agree. But the stand, I'm still interested. And I don't want like um, they've been. I I don't want like spoilers or anything or or plot details. I just like like I wish I just sometimes wish I could get I could get like like have one of these people talk about a connection to the material Mm -hmm. that actually feels real Mm -hmm. because you Mm -hmm. know it's like that's the tough thing with like nobody asks an accountant like why did you you know why are you an accountant you know it's like Mm -hmm. they're doing it because they're probably good at math you know and like and they know they can make money that way like (laughs) actors are good at acting like so they take Mm -hmm. jobs it's like you know and it's hard because they have to talk about it like it's art and sometimes it is art but a lot of times it isn't you know our Mm -hmm. acting is not always art it's like sometimes you're just saying lines and you're good at doing that and like that is perfectly yeah. fine. Like I'm not judging yeah. that at all. But it's like it's always funny. Yeah. I think that's why I always struggle with like panels and stuff because it's like it's like you know you're asking these people to talk about like sometimes they're just making hamburgers. You know what I mean? To quote to uh to reference the I melt with you uh commentary track that Dan Caffrey <laughs> oh, made me God. watch like three times. I will say uh, <laughs> Anthony Bresnikan really did try to go like you could tell like he, oh, dude, you know, he was a trying great to get the questions. Yeah. And they just, uh, there's some, it's, I guess that is just the nature of the panel where like, you know, they're going to say the most boilerplate things and they will sometimes dodge certain questions. Yeah. And, it's got know. nothing to do with Anthony. He's yeah, asking all no. the right questions, but it's just yeah. kind of like, you know, when you're dealing think, with actors, you know, you never know. Yeah. 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 And I think that it's hard when you, when you have so many um, rules and regulations as to what you can say before these things come out. Exactly. I'm sure all these yeah. actors are just like they—they they probably are sticking to some kind of script because they're just like so scared that if they say something, yeah. they're going to get like you know fined for it. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah, I and you could tell he was just bringing in all the guns with like the Stephen King stuff. I mean, he was referencing King's quotes. He was—I mean, so he—he it, it, he oh, yeah. put it on the table in that respect. So, anyway, I, I mean, yeah. the only thing that, that the only bigger mm-hmm. takeaway I saw was that it was weird that you know Alexander Skarsgård wasn't involved, and then also. Where's Josh Boone? You know, like this. I thought this was his project, but I guess it's really not as much as I was led to believe. Maybe it seems strange how much Boone has been couched ever since the whole like New Mutants thing. Yeah, I mean, I get it. It's like I think he's he's kind of uh, radioactive at this point a little bit, to be honest. Like, because it's not just that New Mutants failed; it's that he uh, it's that he made a lot of really dumb comments when talking about casting Henry Zega, who is in this, who is in the stand and also was not on the panel. Like, even though he did nothing wrong, it's like, uh, but because of the way that they didn't honor the heritage of that character in New Mutants and the way that Josh Boone talked about it, it pissed off so many people, which understandably. So I think that they were just trying to avoid any kind of reference to Hmm. the New Mutants controversy by not having Henry on it and not having uh, Boone on it. So, which, hey, you know, that's fine it would have been interesting to hear from boone because the dude is like 
scooped Scotland. up every I know well he's like scooped up every king property on the planet and mm-hmm. finally is making one like the guys yeah. tried to get like three different king things made before this and none of it is happening yeah. so it would have been really interesting to hear him talk about it um I just uh you know I just um uh, I think he's just a little too radioactive right now. And I didn't get I much from the showrunners either. Like, they just didn't really have much to say, um, no. aside yep. from the same thing people always say about King, which is, you know, you know him for horror, but he's, you know, he really knows how to write people. And it's like, yeah, we know that. Like, we've been through this, you know? <laughs> I know, I know. Boom. Like, it was funny because we, we, you know, before the panel, we talked, it was just like, well, we got a panel to sit through. We know we're not going to get the trailer until the end of it. And having to sit through so many of these year after year for especially when the actual real comic-con happens and you're just waiting there for an hour and you're just hearing these right. quotes and you're like well should i put some of these quotes in the story and you know most of the time you don't because you're just yeah. like whatever what are you gonna do yeah um, so i guess i do want to say sorry if i sound really pessimistic or negative it's just like <laughs> we have to endure this a lot more than most people exactly so. yeah i mean that's that's the biggest thing job. Like, <laughs> like during on an average year um that's not covid you know the there's usually like what five or six huge trailers you have to sit through on a weekend yeah. on Saturdays and Sundays, pro- sometimes early in the morning. And you're just sitting there. You're just like, Oh my God, just drop the fucking trailer. Already, please, <laughs> God. And it's usually just like, you know, Dwayne Johnson, <laughs> you know, up on stage being like, you know, I'm really excited to get into the Marvel cinematic universe. <laughs> and then he just like waits for applause. And then everyone fucking freaks out and they take photos. And then the director's just like, you know, I've been wanting to work with the rock forever. And uh, let's just say, I know it. I, I, I know what he's cooking because I could smell it. And he does some stupid pun. And then they finally go, are you guys all ready for a surprise? And it's not really a surprise because we all know what's going to fucking happen. Cause that's why we're in the goddamn room and why we're actually watching this stream. And they're like, I have the first trailer for Black Adam or something like that. You know, it's just like well, it doesn't... I had to write now, up the rock. Now let me just say, Mike. Let me just say, if you watched, if you were actually listening to that panel, you'd know that it was the DC universe. Yes, that's true. Marvel. I know that's I, <laughs> I crossover with comics. All the time. I sat in on. I had to write up. I had to find a way to write two hundred fucking words about the Rock showing some concept art for that fucking Black Adam. You know, because uh, they got to show something. Yeah. Uh, and Rock saying this is the greatest yeah. project I've ever done. When it's, uh, no, it's not. Well, Get you know what is a great project. The stand on CBS All Access coming to you at <laughs> December 17th. Look, you know, Christmas is not only coming to the home, not only Santa Claus, but Randall Flagg. Um, look, let's talk about this trailer because I think that's what everyone's itching to talk about. We have a lot of notes. Oops, sorry, I got an ambulance outside. Maybe uh, somebody's got Captain Trips. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Watch out. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, it's like it's heading over to the Underwood residence. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, oh, so... We did well, the way we did this last time. You know, it was a tri- it was a teaser, so we had a minute, um, and we broke broke it down from the beginning to end. I don't know if we really have to do that with this because it's two it's like two minutes long. But I did take down all my notes are chronological, so I don't know if we want to start from the beginning or if we want to just discuss our takeaways. My, uh, hmm. You know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm I, done I, with I that. Mean, I think we can crawl through it. Okay. <laughs> well, it starts with you know Mother Abigail saying the world is now a blank page. Make your stand. Love that line. It's I think it's a great line. I think it su- uh, sucks mm-hmm. me in. But instead of hearing any song that's traditionally tied to this work, we hear Bob Marley's Three Little Birds. Um, and and I and I I started getting cynical about the use of this song because I was like I literally just got uh, a PR 
message today saying like, you know, 40th anniversary or, you know, some anniversary for Exodus or something like that. And I saw that this song is actually, I think, is celebrating its 40th anniversary also. So I tried to see if CVS has like ties to the original Bob Marley estate <laughs> to see if they put this in to like, um, you know, the trailer to kind of boost sales and stuff like that. Having said that, couldn't really find any connection, but I think this. I think the song works for this, and I'm actually kind of glad that they didn't use something so traditional and obvious. Um, and I will say, love its use in I Am Legend um, when uh, Will mm. Smith is a scene that probably Randall's never seen before, um, where he has to um, take care. Of oh, I Am Legend. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I don't. I don't mess with that movie. Yeah, but uh, so what do we what, what do we make of uh, the, the beginning of this trailer? We you know we get some quick shots. Nick Andros, Stu in the red room. Um, Nick Andrews is reading the Shoyo Evening Herald, which is where he's attacked. Um, there's uh, th- th- these collective shots are pretty good. A good starting point. Well, Ma- yeah. Mac, you weren't in. Yeah. You weren't on the, the the teaser trailer discussion where a lot of this stuff was in previously. Um, what are your thoughts with this um, already? Like, what are you feeling about the stand? Five, ten seconds in. Uh, you know, I was excited to see like the Center for Disease Control and. Uh... <laughs> 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 I mean, what do you want? I mean, like it, it really it was just kind of like a few shots of 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 folks. I I I like these the shot of Larry and Rita looking out onto the yeah. city and you can kind of see some of the buildings burning. Uh I thought that that was kind of cool. Oh, yeah. is that what's um, happening? I didn't see the buildings you know, burning. We've That's got cool. a bit Yeah, you can see there's a few buildings where like, you know, 20, 30 floors up or whatever, there's like some fires breaking out and I feel like that's cool because you know that's just stuff that you couldn't really do in the original miniseries. They didn't have a lot of money, you know. Like you're getting, you know, Aladdin's palace yep. <laughs> uh, uh, for for Las Vegas, yeah. and yeah, and that's uh, a scene I, we didn't. And I will oh, sorry, say, no. yeah, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say what we don't get to see in the original miniseries because they cut Rita is what I think is one of the more fascinating moments of the book, which is like the idea of being in like a New York penthouse. Like, in the lap of luxury, what like, literally, like you said, Mac, literally watching the world burn. Like, viewing it from that vantage point, um, like, yeah. essentially, they could stay there, you know? Like, and um, and probably ride it out to some degree. I mean, not ride it out, because there's no riding this out. But, I mean, they could live in some kind of relative comfort there. Um, and I do think, like, that tension in that moment, I'm glad that that is being explored. Because that, to me, is, um, is yeah. just super interesting. And I think Rita actually, even though she isn't, like, hugely consequential on the larger um, scheme of, of the stand, I do actually, I do... Uh, I'm glad she's in it because I think she represents like an interesting archetype within the world, and I think that her journey is also is really important to Larry's development. I so. agree. I, I think yeah. you get a lot of uh, character mm-hmm. development with Larry when she when he is with Rita, which is why I think you know they paired so much of with Nadine in the miniseries of with Rita's storyline. Yeah. Um, in there, Jen, what were you? Uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff that we've seen. There's some stuff that we haven't. W- what are your takes here um, already? Um, I was really excited to see uh, more of Las Vegas. I know that's kind of towards the end, but like the scope of this thing looks really good. I was like really kind of marveling at the corn a lot because I feel like in the adaptation before in 94, it always just felt like a soundstage, you know, and it felt really like contained and 
and just kind of stagey, you know, and I just don't get that feeling here. It looked really cool. You know, I think the I was kind of marveling at the teaser trailer of um, the CDC because there was like the flash of red. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know if that's how I pictured it. And it looked a lot more real here, you mm-hmm. know, and I think this was the first time I could like see it long enough to focus on the body on the floor. So that kind of made me excited to see that scene when he gets out just because it felt like yeah. it felt more kind of real and not as stylish you know yeah like i yeah. I, I will say that the, the the look of these dreams f- is going to be really interesting to see how it uh develops in in full mm-hmm. form because what i'm seeing right now is really like awesomely surreal like i love these shots mm-hmm. of like the neon like signs from vegas just in the background in like these desert locations like I think a lot of the stuff that we see in this trailer with flag in the desert happens to be like Harold's dreams a little bit too. Um, mm-hmm. Oh and, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. And like when you see like the table, like the poker table, I don't know much about gambling, so I, it could be a backgammon table. I don't know what it is, but whether whether or not it's no, I think it's a poker a table. poker table. Yeah, so it's in the middle of like the desert, and then you see like. Um, you know, like strip club weird signs yeah, it's in the spotlight on it. It looks so cool yeah. and surreal. Um, and I really like that. I think it added a little bit more to the, the, the sort of sexy menace that we're definitely going to get with this scars guard. Well, mm-hmm. we never see, we never see really. Um, I mean, we kind of do, but not really in the original miniseries, like what the flag dreams look like. Like we never, like we see Harold mm-hmm. uh, in the, he has the dream well, with um, where they, he shows him where the dynamite is, but that's much later. And, um, and that's got the classic wild card scene. Um, but it's, <laughs> but yeah, the, you have the Nadine's dream. Too, yeah. Though, you've got that, but uh, that's a, where she goes to him in the desert. Yeah. But that's a bit different yeah. though. Um, because, you know, she represents like, that's not her like that's a lot different than just like the standard come to me come to vegas like he is basically saying you are my bride you know and so Mm -hmm. um so there's just that subtle difference so i do like the idea of seeing whatever it is that does entice harold and the idea of engaging with that more directly and maybe in that you can actually show which they don't really do in um, the original miniseries, which is actually show the real struggle that Harold is having making that decision. And I agree. perhaps we get more of a mm-hmm. transition into Hawk, as they say. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, instead of yeah, just hope so. instead of just yeah. we get a scene transition and, and suddenly Harold is covered in leather. So. Well, wait a second. Are you, <laughs> yeah. are you, are you trying to reference Cobra Kai? Because uh, there's a similar uh, transition with mm. Hawk. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, we need God. to talk about that uh, on, on, on hey, another you know, podcast, the Cobra yeah. Kai podcast we're going to start. Love it. <gasps> I gotta say, we we all kind of buried the lead here because there's a there's definitely a sequence that they show that I was really excited about. It's the ad hoc committee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my favorite part. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, I'm gonna fall asleep right now just like uh, talking about it. I I will say, um, uh, there, there's a very very similar allusions to Mick Garris's version in here. I mean, I guess you're gonna have to because it's. I mean, how many mm-hmm. ad hoc committee me- meetings can it really look differently? <laughs> You know, like it's like, well, a gathering of people. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to mm-hmm. look the same. But um, yeah, I thought that was like a kind of nice sort of reminder to those that were coming into from the original Stan miniseries. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, this is going to happen too. But also at the same time, it, it does show that scope again. And there's a far more people in the crowd than there were in that 94 miniseries. So mm-hmm. we are going to see a little bit more of an expansive town. Um, and I think that's that's certainly pointed because based on interviews that I've read uh, with the creators, we actually start in Boulder uh, this series. I think, yeah. You know, 
Um, and that's when they do. And the I was thinking, like, if you're going to do the flashbacks, that's a, that would be a good way to frame it, mm-hmm. you know. And it kind of took me off guard when yeah. they got to the like the roadblock, and Stu was asking which one Larry was because that's just so not the way it happens at all in the book. And I guess it kind of like lends that Mother Abigail is not necessarily this like prophet that they all come and worship at her feet when they get into town. She's more like a regular person, you know. So I kind of liked that. Yeah, There's- it's just different. I'm glad I'm having a chance to emotionally except that is going to be different than what I know and what I've seen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but then it's also going to be a little similar. I mean, like, that whole sequence mm-hmm. of the jail cell looks pretty much exactly how Garrus does it, with even mm-hmm. down to what Flag's wearing. Um, and I and I love that he's, you know, singing yeah. Ali Ali Oxen Free, which is <laughs> usually used in, like, Hide and Seek and um, Capture the Flag. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like, the pin winking and stuff. Like, And I was actually worried about... Um, you know, how Lloyd is going to work because, you know, Nat Wolf is, again, one of the many sexy characters in this, but he looks pretty gaunt and fucked up. Yeah, I liked how I liked how filthy they made him look. Like, like I actually, you know, you do buy the idea that he was on death's door and this like rotting away in a jail cell, which is so scary. Mm. And that's yeah. that mm-hmm. sequence works so good in the books. Um, and like we don't really see that in the like I, you know, obviously Miguel Ferrer stand for life over here, but like you know we don't really <laughs> see the 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 degradation to him mm-hmm. as much. So I think the idea of like watching him sort of degrade like that in the cell, like clearly they they do push him to the edge. So I think that's going to be really cool. I thought yeah. the pin winking was a little silly um i'm not sure it it quite i mean the thing is like that's a thing that king does he has he has inanimate things like come to life briefly and i've Mm -hmm. talked about extensively on the podcast how i usually find that effective because it's it's the idea of like taking like and obviously i put sacred in um quotes because he often does it with christ figures and stuff but like the sacred image taking like something that is made of stone or 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 plastic or whatever and having it come to life briefly there is something perverse about that that i've always really enjoyed but i just thought the effect looked a little cheesy and um and uh but i you know but hey i like hunky rockabilly Scarsguard uh with his uh, little boo so i do like that i, d- I did like the Me boo too. the spooky boo is good um <laughs> mac you were gonna say something about this hello this is jason co-host of the all 80s movies podcast with a message from factor meals warmer sunnier days are calling fuel up for them with factors no prep no mess meals meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef crafted meals with options like calorie smart protein plus and keto factors fresh never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes so no matter how busy you are you will always have time to enjoy nutritious great tasting meals with 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week you will always have new flavors to explore treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp and blackened salmon head to factormeals.com 80s movies 50 and use code 80s movies 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20 percent off your next month. That's code 80smovies50 at factormeals.com slash 80smovies50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. I mean, it, it, it's all right. I, I'm not huge on, on this flag so far. I don't think, uh, again, the problem is, is that, you know, so much of um, Jimmy Sheridan's uh, flag works for me because the first like the whole first part you don't really have flag at all and and if you see him you see him in the dark you can't really tell Mm -hmm. what he looks like what his what his attitude is and anything you really don't see him until that sequence uh at the prison so 
if they're, I hope, because the problem is that all these are flashbacks, I, I hope we, we still get that. I hope that we don't just immediately see him as, as like human flag, just, you know, walking around mm-hmm. because then there's no build up there, you know, to make him something to be feared or like something otherworldly or, and, and I just feel like, I just, I don't know, man. I, I like, I was, I like Skarsgård a lot I, I and other things. And I just feel like he just is so like, I just feel like he's going to do the same thing he does in every and everything. Mm-hmm. Just play it like very straight. Like I want to, I want to hear more dialogue. I want to see more sequences with him. Uh, other than him just like walking around yeah. looking sleek and, and in his, you know, in his jean jacket and stuff. I, I, I don't know. He just doesn't look very menacing. doesn't look scary. Even when he's standing there with the blood all over his face, like I, that seemed weird. I didn't, I did personally didn't like the Vegas shots because even though it looks like Vegas now, yeah, sure. It does still look like the Vegas. That's like people in leather like at oh, literally at the minute and 30 second mark there is a biker dude in leather with an automatic weapon and i was like oh god like what are we gonna get here can we can we get some normal families and like again like there were more normal people there they just you know they happened to be seduced or or, or leaned towards that side of things because of what flag could offer them mac were you on the episode and, and i just feel like were you on the episode where i talked about how funny it was that in the original miniseries like Vegas is literally just a bunch of uh, doughy guys like in suits holding Uzis. (laughs) It was to me one of the funniest parts of it. And I can't believe in this trailer that their Vegas is like literally the same shit. Like I was watching it and it's just all these like leather clad people. But then there's also all these like scantily clad like strippers and stuff like that. And and then and then you cut to Boulder and all this and they're all in like flannel and shit. And I'm just kind of like I'm like I'm like come on guys like like let's not it's so easy and like old-fashioned to do this whole like like uh the more skin they show the more evil they are kind of bullshit you know what well, i mean it's also it's yeah. also like it's pedantic too because in in also ignorant of like what's going on actually in our country like we've you know not to get political i don't want to bring that into this but you know when you look around and you see you know certain people that you expect to be like the the type of people that we're just exactly like talking about right here in vegas like ooh, the bad people like you know the the idea of a bad person or you know the the um the evil person so to speak is not this like hot topic wearing <laughs> you know crowd. Right. like it comes in all you know shapes and sizes and color and it's just all over the yeah. place so like I, I do agree. I do wish that there was a little more nuance there. And that does have like a little bit more of a, um, you know, no pun intended, but a, a red flag for me here because <laughs> it does feel very black and white um, in that respect where it's just like, this is bad with the capital B, like we were discussing earlier with the capital G good. And that is a problem. And I don't know if they are going to address that. And it's, it would be unfortunate because again, if there's anything we've learned in the last four years, like it's, you know, the people that you most expect, the people that you least expect sometimes happen, actually happen to have, like, the most hate in them sometimes. Um, and, you know, again, not to get political here, but that's, I think, that a, in, it could have been an interesting takeaway you could have could have had um, in mm. this series if they do it. But again, who knows? Maybe we'll have, like, a, a whole scene in Vegas where, you know, a bunch of people are living in, like, the suburbs outside of it. And, you know. Yeah, that'd be cool. I, I hope hate. that <laughs> I hope that we do see that. Well, I, I also don't want to poo-poo Vegas too much because 
at the two minute marker when the the cars driving down we do see people crucified on the telephone mm-hmm. poles yeah. that's cool I yeah that was on cool. the way on the way and and it, it and that's creepy as hell so again you know we're seeing two minutes of this you know <laughs> essentially 10 hour plus miniseries yeah. Hopefully there's a lot more to be seen uh, of Vegas and like the people that are actually there. And hopefully it's not all just like strippers and stuff. Uh, Julie Laurie, is that her in the Raven Feather headdress? I don't like, think so. I think, I think that's the rap the woman. Of something? Yeah, I think that was something that we discussed <laughs> oh, in the teaser. Um, <laughs> the rap, rap yeah. woman, baby. Jen, that was something that we kind of discussed. With, like Durif is supposed to be like that. Durif is playing the rat woman. Yeah. And I think that was mm-hmm. what we, because w- they showed a okay. shot of that in the teaser. And at first, mm-hmm. I did think it was Julie Rowley, but it's not. It's definitely not uh, Julie. I don't think. I think it is going to be the Rat Woman. In that, that but I think. But Julie Lowry is in the trailer, like bringing the food in through the elevator. No, I thought that. Is I thought that, that was her? Dana Jurgens, though. I maybe. thought so that was Dana too. Yeah. 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 I mean, Julie but was I in the Dana first trailer. Isn't a blonde? Is she? It. Uh, I think in the. I don't know. Up again. She's well, got red hair in the '94. I think, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but in this version. Uh, I don't think she's played by... No, oh, she's played by know. Natalie Martinez, who has Sorry. black hair. So, mm-hmm. no, that wasn't her then. Right. Well, maybe it's Julie. Julie. I, well, well I, I think I think there's a sequence where they show a, a woman screaming on the street yes. where there's, like, trucks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's there's two scenes. The same scene mm-hmm. later on is a guy tackling Harold. I think that's, like, the, the farm sequence. Yeah. You had mentioned that, too, right? I think that's that where too, they pick right? up Dana Rachel? and crew. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, like... that. There's a moment in the book where, like, they talk about the primal scream after they've like overtaken the zookeepers, um, to use yeah. that terrible word. And I think that's that's what that seems to me to yeah. be. And so I guess maybe, although she is a spy in that part of the book, so maybe she wore like a blonde spy wig, you yeah. know? And maybe that's why she's blonde. Uh, um, I was, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, I would love to see possible. that because I love. I don't need to see all the details, but I love that part of the book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, there yeah. there are definitely yeah. some shots here that um, that we can def we can certainly confirm. Um, you know, there's some curious shots that I wanted to bring up. One, Rita and Larry going into the it looks like a standpipe. I, mm-hmm. I don't yep. recall that from the book. Um, do they, they don't go in the sewer? They go in the, the Lincoln Tunnel, or a, like not even not even Larry uh, and and Rita go in the Lincoln Tunnel. So it's like I'm wondering. Where this is, is this when they first meet when Larry's yeah. in the bathroom and sees our sweet mm-hmm. treat? But I don't know. It's weird. It's it, it, Maybe. Maybe. That's a good guess. I think um, it's probably it just a different... I don't know. I feel like it's it's maybe not... Like, maybe it's like a side tunnel, like, within the Lincoln Tunnel or something. But then... But That's then, what I thought, yeah. But is oh, Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It's, it's, it reminded me... The visual of it reminded me of the scene in Shawshank where he pulls the poster aside yeah. and we see from inside the hole. So I wonder if that was just kind of a visual nod to that. But yeah, I just assumed they were in like kind of the mouth of the tunnel where you can still see daylight. Mm. Yeah. And then just kind of investigating. Well, that was the moment that I was like, oh, I got really excited because I think the music is really building. It is. Then, and yeah. yeah, there's a lot really of the, a lot of these part. shots that are coming in. One one. Uh, so I did wonder, like, if they are in a standpipe, are we going to see our boy Pennywise? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. What if they did that? I know. He's like, not uh, this way, that yeah. way. <laughs> Have you seen my them? brother? Um, <laughs> Um, I'm trying to find Georgie uh, down here. Uh, Do you see Georgie? I can't see. Is this New York or Derry? Um, uh, <laughs> there is one that actually uh, confirms what Greg Kinnear says, is that uh, we're going to see Kujak. Uh, Kujo. We're not going to see Kujo. We're going to see Kojak. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And it looks like 
the dog in the ashes might be Kojak. When mm-hmm. maybe oh, we'll I don't know. I think it could be Cooch. It could be Cooch. <gasps> Gotta be, be Cooch. <laughs> Cooch and Kojak. Could be best Kojak. Friends. Could be Cooch. Kojak. Uh, <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag Kojak Cooch. Well, well, let, let's, here's, a, here's, a, here's a question I'm going to throw out. If they did actually do a crossover, we do have Cujo in this. Are you for it or against it? For it. For if it. If they spend an entire episode on it, I'm I want a it. whole Cooch episode. <laughs> yeah, it's totally like Homeward derailed. Bound Episode seven. Uh, episode seven, no flashback. It's just Cujo attacking people. Eating people left and right. I want Cujo oh. to go to to go to Las Vegas and be bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, maybe he plays the kid. Oh no, you know oh, what, Randall? It he actually holds a gun to, like, trash. Cujo is good. No, 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 y'all listen. Co- it's Kojak, but they send him to Vegas and say you got to spy on. Him <gasps> no. You're going to be named Cujo. <laughs> And he shows up. He shows up in Vegas in a trench coat, and he's like talking like in a with a mustache. Um, you know, these guys aren't good. Coat and a hat. Um, okay, so we got Kojak. Uh, Can I take this hotel room? Here, here, Cujo. Here's your uh, suite. Um, you know, uh, hope they have dog treats in there. M O O N. That spells Cujo. <laughs> He's like, but it's also just like, um, like Tom is in, uh, in the original stand. He's just like working on, like they have Cujo working on like power lines and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, and then there's the scene when they send him off and they just have to be really mean to him and like shoo him away. Yeah, go Cujo. Wake him up. Here, wake him up, Stu. Come on, Stu. Wake him up. Uh, speaking of Tom, uh, speaking of Tom, they, we saw, we saw Brad William Henke is him in this. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And he's also sitting in the oh, crowd. Yeah. And in, he, uh, definitely the, the undercover sequence. Yeah, because mm. he seems to be like in one of the the like weapons. You know, I think he's like looking around, taking notice of like what's going on. I think you know it's that scene like in mm-hmm. the miniseries when they're in the or in the miniseries in the book when <laughs> they're in the the warehouse and he's checking out the planes yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's also wearing a Dolly Parton shirt. So oh, that's cool. Hey, hey, love Dolly Parton. Love, love Dolly. <laughs> yeah. Um, you also see the exploding house, which uh, I mm-hmm. assume is what's related to uh, spoiler. Yeah. No spoiler. Don't spoil it. Okay. Um, now here's the big I thing. Will- this is <laughs> okay. Th- this is the big uh, the big uh, bomb that uh, no pun intended uh, with the uh, previous scene um, that we discussed prior to recording. Uh, now it looks as if there's uh, trash pulling up a nuclear weapon. Uh, trash has long hair, um, very thin. And so we wondered, okay, is this Marilyn Manson? Which is what everyone's been assuming. Uh, we don't think so. Uh, we found out that Ezra Miller subtly and coyly confirmed back in September uh, through GQ UK that he is involved in this miniseries. And that has to be, I've, I'm just saying it right now, that is Ezra Miller as trash. I th- I'm I- so I just yeah I just want to pop up and say this is really surprising to me because mm-hmm. nobody reported on this like no. um and he's I don't know we were arguing before this started of whether how big of a get Ezra Miller is in my mind he's a pretty big get although yeah. but the thing is um so basically yeah this GQ article it it says um uh uh, they're talking about his various movies, and then they say Miller is currently filming a 10-hour CBS All Access miniseries based on Stephen King's They Spell Stephen Wrong, which is insane. Um, Do they spell it with a V? Yeah. Hey, it's okay. the UK. It's like, it's like I, our Needful it, Things watch when they say, is, like, you know. This isn't Stephen spelling King color with a U, Mac. Like, yeah. this is, mm. it's a man's name. 
Um, um. <laughs> uh, based on Stephen King's post-apocalyptic novel, The Stand, King's book was published in 78, but could now be read as a sly forewarning of the coronavirus outbreaks. Um, so, uh, and then they say, and then there's the Flash standalone that is slated to happen in 2022. So, I just found this super interesting because nobody reported on it, but this wasn't, this was around the time that, uh, that Ezra Miller, there was a video of him like choking a woman at a bar in what was it like a like um, it was somewhere cold like in Sweden or something I can't remember and so uh, that was a huge ordeal and it seemed to get buried pretty quickly and then um, and so Ezra Miller has you know and I think there's been a few other like weird problematic things that have come out about him recently so honestly it's kind of funny because we've been saying why haven't they announced who is playing Trash Can Man and when we thought that it was Marilyn Manson we were like well they're probably not announcing it because uh he's the, also going through problematic well, stuff it, as well, well yeah so. because that yep. that footage of of um of um oh god why am i blanking on her name rachel evan wood yeah. rachel, rachel Evanwood yeah. uh from talking about when she was 18 and she or is it evan rachel wood Evan no. Rachel Wood. I think it's, yeah. It's Evan yeah. Rachel Wood. Okay. Uh, when she dated him um, when she was 18 and he was like 30 and she basically, she doesn't say it's him explicitly, but she's in a courtroom and she's testifying and she's basically saying that he, it's like extremely abusive and it's really disturbing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that video, Yikes. I think it's a few years old, but it, it goes viral it like is. every yeah. couple, every couple months or so. People are basically like, like whenever Marilyn Manson's back in the news, they're like, why does nobody talk about this? And more and more people are talking about it. So I was like, well, then maybe that's why they haven't said this is Marilyn Manson. But the funny thing is, like, if it is Ezra Miller, it's the same thing. I think the they, same just situation. Don't, mm-hmm. they just don't want to get, yeah. you know, uh, drawn into it. And I think that's why they were kind of, you know, Amber Heard wasn't a big part of the first teaser or uh, mentioned much because she's been going through all this stuff with Johnny Depp that's really embarrassing. But and now really... I guess she's moved to phase four of um, problematic where you could come back out and say, you know, hang yeah, on. Yeah, she's the, the back now. Area. Well, it's now... Just... Now everybody's worked up about Boone and uh, and and the Just. New Mutants thing, so they're like, okay, we're safe. Like there hasn't been a story about poop uh, and Johnny Depp recently, so we can bring Amber Heard back out. And uh, and so yeah, it's it's just like the the amount of casting drama surrounding this has been really really funny. So yeah, I mean, I I was when you brought that up initially, Mike, I I kind of scoffed at it, the idea of Ezra Miller, but now seeing this and looking at closer at this shot in the trailer of him, uh, yeah, it looks like he's pulling up some kind of you know probably a nuclear weapon based on the book um in the desert in vegas and but he's also dressed yeah. like a stripper or something you know, it's just like it's like why yeah. is everybody he looks in vegas dressed he looks like, like the dude from road warrior you know like yeah now if man now if manson is in the movie though not playing trash who is Monster he like the voice of cujo yeah like well, <laughs> well Mike I, think, and I, I think he's contractually obligated to voice cujo but um <laughs> Oh, the mon- the monster crier. Yeah, yeah. I think it is going to be a monster. That's crier. a good guess. Mike and yeah. I independently, when we both wrote about this, uh-huh. like without even consulting each other, I think we both theorized in our posts, you with COS, me with AV, that yeah. we thought he was going to play the monster crier because that's actually mm. kind of clever because everybody always thought he was bringing about the apocalypse in the '90s. Well, like you mm. know, conservative Christians yeah. did, and, and so, he's also uh, covering the end with the doors, yeah. the the door yeah. song, which is clearly going to be playing over like shots of apocalypse like the apocalyptic yeah. shots just like you know don't fear the reaper did in the 94 miniseries right. so it would make sense to tie it to him as this apocalypse oh i hope here. they have the reaper in there somewhere though i know yeah. that'd be cool i, I hope, hope they, they have bring one like of the a... reapers from uh you know <laughs> supernatural uh currently airing on cw got six more episodes well, uh, before the winchesters uh, wrap up a 15-year run all right all right yeah. i hope that they have i thought i hope that hey, they have I thought imagine that it... dragons cover don't fear the reaper for this 
Oh God! <laughs> you know, I thought Manson back. could also have been. I thought Manson could have also been Campion because uh, mm. then he would also actually be the one bringing about. The oh yeah, my God. I like that idea too. Yeah, that actually would so that would be cool beginning. too. Yeah, that'd be cool. What if they just brought back uh, Ray McKinnon? I would love that. The dude's an incredible actor, and oh, he man. can still how play the role. That I literally uh, just said that, so you would just digress on how much. I know you know I love him so much. <laughs> Like, do y'all think that they're gonna bring back anybody from the original no. cast That's a good to question. like cameo? Like who's who's playing the general? Who's playing Ed Harris? They haven't they haven't named him yet. No, well, well, there's this character. Who's yeah. this character? I wonder if that's gonna be like you know. They've mentioned a couple. Someone from the original. There's like a couple of um, of like characters who's hold on. Let me bring up the email. I have the press email here. Bring up the IMDb too, because the thing is that's actually a really good point, Mac. Because mm-hmm. I could see them doing that because we already know that Mick Garris has a cameo in it. Um, because he confirmed that on Instagram. You also and like, but yeah, you think Stephen King's gonna you have, have like, like Rob well, Lowe's still would. doing a ton of stuff. You know, like mm-hmm. you can get these. These people are like very, you know, like Gary Sinise. People still know who Gary Sinise is. He's yeah. well, that television see the thing forever. is Sinise would be a really like, good one to be the the, the you know um, Starkey. I think that well, would be mm, awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a but who's this character Cobb that Daniel Sinjata from Rescue Me is playing? Like he, mm, I, he might he's actually. Either, He's either a CDC guy or he's a military guy. I can't remember. And then um, there was like another character that was list. I'm on the IMDb page now that was listed that I'm like, who is that person? Um, they still this. They have so Nicholas Leia, which is great, is playing Norris. Um, Nicholas Leia is, as you know him from, you know, uh, I know uh, I know Mac over here knows who he is. Um, oh wait, uh, no. Okay, so okay, yeah. There's this character. There's this character, Doctor Ellis, played by Hamish oh, wow, yeah. Hamish Linklater, uh, and that's the CDC guy who I think is the same character that in um, the original, the one that Gary Sinise fights with. Um, yeah, or Bob that, or he's Day of the Dead. That, or he's uh, um, uh, Alf's dad. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing then, is, is that I, I God. Oh I shit! Really... I just found out some new. Hold on, I got some new casting info that has not been announced publicly, but that is on IMDb. Uh, well, Clifton, that's what I'm looking at right now. But Clifton Collins Jr., who's a pretty well known actor, he's been in a shitload of stuff. He's playing Bobby Terry. Yeah, but then who is playing? We still don't know who is playing some key characters though, which is fucking crazy. Wait, wait, who's Bobby, well, Bobby Terry? Yeah. Bobby Terry's Bobby the, Terry, he's the cop, right? No, no, Bobby the Terry's summer like colds a, or the a worst? Rel- he's the character Sam Raimi played in the original. Like it's a oh, small role. Okay. But which okay. makes me I'm kind of like, yeah. why is uh Clifton Collins Jr., who is like a really well known actor, like why is he playing like a small role? But maybe he's just buddies with him or something. But um Yeah. But uh mm-hmm. yeah, I just saw that when I was on the page. So um yeah, I don't know. I feel like there is um I feel like they don't have them. They don't have them listed. They have no Starkey listed. Maybe we don't see that. I mean, but that's what I'm saying is like, I think Daniel Sinjata's character is playing like his name is Cobb. I think they just changed the name of it. I think he's going to be that character Mm. because he's like a military character. I remember them saying that. So, well, the problem is though, is that they say he's in nine episodes. Mm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, well, unless they change his fate, maybe he uh, okay. maybe he decides to join the resistance. Oh yeah, oh, yeah maybe. <laughs> maybe he's the flashback. We don't want framework. anyone in the government dying. <laughs> well, uh, what, what was that, Jen? <laughs> maybe he's like the framework for the flashbacks. Like yeah. they all file reports with him or something. That actually, <laughs> where he's like making his rounds to see who's <laughs> sick and he sees all the characters. It, it all surrounds that character. <laughs> right. Totally, just change everything. Wait, you, hey. Jen, you actually posed a good question before that if Stephen King is going to make a cameo in this, um, mm-hmm. and I and I do wonder if. Maybe that's who's playing the general. 
That would be great. Or he could play no, Ray Flowers. No way. Yeah, yeah. he should play yeah, actually, Ray Flowers. You know I can see him playing Flowers. Yeah. yeah, and you know what would make sense? Because King actually has a radio station in Maine, and he could have filmed that if they hadn't mm-hmm. filmed that yet. Mm-hmm. Like, they could have literally filmed that in Maine without anyone knowing about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think that's... I, I would throw in a vote that I think it's going to be Ray Flower. I think that it makes so much sense. <laughs> I'll say this too. Um, this, I'm just being on the IMDb page. It looks like they changed the judge character to a woman, um, mm-hmm. uh, mm. Judge Harris, and it's played by a woman named Gabrielle Rose because it says mm. Judge Harris three episodes. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like Judge Ferris. Oh yeah, Judge Harris, yeah. Judge Ferris. What are you doing? Come on. <laughs> just call it Come Judge on. Ferris. <laughs> um, just, just call it Judge Ferris still. It doesn't matter. Did you notice that the Abigail's mother is listed? Mm-hmm. I noticed that. That's got to be flashbacks. Yeah, so. that's so they are going to go really far back with yeah, Abigail. So, yeah, that, that's cool. Yeah. I also noticed that Harold's mother is listed mm-hmm. too. Yeah, which, Jesse Stanley. It, and yeah. is it his mother? I think it's his sister. Oh, I, th- I thought the sister. Yeah, I think as well. If that's what I was looking at earlier, what? Amy Louder. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that's Franny's friend. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, so interesting stuff. Too, I, yeah. I, I'm i really drawn specifically to like, I don't know, I'm like so obsessed with who's playing Trash Can Man now, which I just think is super funny. Because <laughs> it's like, like Ezra Miller to me is like, that's like, like I can see him being top billing like in another uh in another, um, you know, reality where he isn't a super problematic mm-hmm. famous person. Right. I know. But it's uh, what if they just recast it as Stephen King? They're like, fuck it, we're just gonna let him be trash. They do like deep fake over his face, like it's like Ezra Miller's body, but Stephen King's face. Oh god, yeah, 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 like the the de aging from the Irishman kind of thing. Oh my god, that would be insane. And he's just wearing like nothing and wandering around with like nukes and stuff. It would look like it would look like in South Park when they occasionally bring in like realistic faces and just like plant Mm. them over their cartoon bodies. Um, mm. um anything else we want to say because i have i have one thing that i have to lead us out whenever we're done but um but yeah no i mean oh, seriously I, I mean there's i got a couple i got a couple yeah things. yeah, yeah go for me? it go for it uh I, I i did like seeing like some of the shenanigans going on in vegas like there's that gladiator style fight mm-hmm. with these two guys and they've got like marathon sorts numbers on their chests so I, I was like oh that's interesting like you know bringing that kind of stuff back um uh, Nick with the iPad. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I like that. Who yeah. was the old and woman that was looking out the window? Uh, maybe Larry's mom. Oh wait, no. No, it's it looks like but maybe that's maybe that's Ferris. Maybe or oh, Ferris. actually, that yeah, might yeah, that be. That would it. make sense. Yeah, especially if she's if they actually do the chapter where Ferris is alone mm-hmm. and dies in the motel and stuff like that. That that'd be mm-hmm. interesting. Um, yeah. yeah. Huh. Uh, and then, yeah, I, I, I think the, a couple of the, the dream sequences where you see like Nick and Stu crawling through the <laughs> corn, but in the background, you can see like the disease, the center for disease control. So there's going to be like that weird element where you're just like from, moving from one thing to the next, you mm-hmm. know, like dream logic. Uh, yeah. 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 I'll say this though too. And it, it, it doesn't, there's really yeah. no, like the only shot I really see of Amber Heard in this is, um, and it's really quick, which is when Larry arrives at the Boulder Free Zone, and you see her mm-hmm. in the background with Joe, who's carrying a big guitar. Nod to uh, mm-hmm. Adam Stork. Um, that uh... yeah, it's certainly for Adam Stork. Like they're like, you know, we got to pay homage to him. How do we do it? Hey, I gotta say though, there is there is that last shot of the four of them walking. Larry does not have a guitar on. Yeah, that's bullshit. So that's a change. So, but but that I think lends itself to the song and maybe he's not necessarily 
a guitar player, but maybe he's like a vocalist. I was gonna say like gonna be, it would be funny you know, if it's like if he's like a hip hop artist or something, and they've got he's got like his like um he's got like um I don't know a keyboard on his back like where he's got his beats he makes you know <laughs> it's like, like a guitar. guitar. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I, no. What you don't see is Kojak walking ahead of them. You don't. And Kojak has the guitar on. Yeah, oh he's yeah, the on that. he's dragging like a little radio flyer and like has like the, the you know all the supplies on it and stuff. Uh, that'd be cute. Nice touch. Uh, did you yeah. faster Kojak? Faster. <laughs> did you um? There was another. Th- oh, did you notice that uh, when they're actually talking to? Um, I believe it's Nat Wolf. You could see the shining uh, carpet. I already posted photos of it mm-hmm. on Twitter and Instagram, but I thought that was oh, nice. Yeah. So we're probably, yeah. clearly clearly cool. going to be seeing Easter eggs galore. In this thing. yeah um, yeah um i want to say i did not know that i needed fitty, uh, footage of james marston crawling in my life and <laughs> i'm very glad that i have that because that was very exciting for me to watch um i also loved seeing franny like we hadn't really seen her much in um the teaser nope. and mm-hmm. i love odessa young and i think she kind of has a weight to her that i think like I've heard just recently been hearing people criticize Franny as being kind of bubble headed, you know, um, which is not something I've ever really seen. But I can I, I understand that criticism. And I think she's going to bring a kind of weight and like not necessarily that kind of bubbly energy, you know, so I'm excited to see that. Yeah. And I, also, and yeah, I thought that you did this because. Oh, sorry, Matt, the, go for it. No, I was just going to say the book, you know, she's she's a cool per She's a cool character. And mm-hmm. I feel like the way. um she was played in the miniseries. It, it, it really is not how that she's no. written. So I'm, mm-hmm. I am interested in seeing her take on Franny for sure. Yeah. 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 I also got a lot of big uh, Eric energy from Alexander Skarsgård and I am really excited to see him play flag. And I never, the Jamie Sheridan never really worked for me. And I guess it's just, I couldn't get past his hair, but I'm really <laughs> excited. <laughs> well, I can't get past Skarsgård's hair. I know. We, we got like we rival a, flags here. <laughs> we have a Boulder Vegas fight right here. Um, I will say, uh, I just, I just thought of, I dreamed up of a replacement the other day. Um, and I texted you, you know, on with the thread, but like Bill Mosley was tweeting something about like the, the, he had some quote involving the devil, um, in his, <laughs> Surprise. In his uh, Twitter feed. And it was just him like, like all cleaned up in like a, a suit. And I thought, God, Bill Mosley would have been the fucking perfect Randall flag. Like just really menacing, but still kind of charming at the same time. Because, you know, even in the the devil's rejects, when he's doing like, kind of like the fucked up, like really like black humor uh, to it, like there is a a charm to him, but it's the type of charm that you want in a villain, not like too charming where you're like, oh man, I want to like, I got to sleep with this guy. But like, it's, Mm. it's, (laughs) which is like certainly the quality I, I I take from Skarsgård where I'm like, this Mm -hmm. guy is sexy. um, Why wouldn't you go with him? But like Uh with Sheridan, the one thing I did like about Sheridan was that he had that charm. He had that charm where like, if you are struggling, you are desperate. He's just charming enough where you're like, fuck it. I'll go with him. Like, Mm-hmm. Great, like, and I think that Mosley would have had that, but hey, that's a what if, that's a dream for me. I but think Mosley would have been a good trash can man. Yeah, yeah. that would have been mm-hmm. really wild for him to do that. Uh, uh, anything else? Because I have a shot yeah, in the trailer that is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah, go, no, go. Because uh, I've just been scanning it. through it, and I noticed in uh, roughly at like one minute thirty eight seconds, and uh, it's the, it's when that's zooming in on on flag with the bloody fla- bl- bloody face, which I think mm. is a cool shot. There is a yeah. guy in the background yep. that yep. is the same 
it's the same fucking like energy as like the men in suits carrying Uzis. He is wearing like a fedora, mm-hmm. uh, a, a, a sleeveless shirt, and he's got like fifteen gigantic gold chains around him, and it's like a fifty-year-old white man. I am dying at this it guy. It is hilarious. Yeah, it looks like. like- a character that would so have been funny. in like you um, gotta send, send me send me this shot yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous um and also right next to flag in that same shot someone's wearing like the most like this woman's wearing the most garish american flag like mm. dress also which makes me think that they're going to try to lean in on the um you know make america great again type of thing but um mm. mm-hmm. lots of stuff well, in that shot too because like it looks like gold bricks are in the background or something i don't know um <laughs> There's a lot going on. I don't know. Jen, you were going to say something. Sorry. Like, yeah, he's saying, like, I, I really kind of was, like, inspired by the speech he was giving, too. Like, it's wrong to want more, and, like, it's our turn now. And it just kind of, I liked that, because I was like, yeah, I, he, he could probably make a good argument to some people that are really hurt, you know? So I was excited to see that, like, kind of be taken a little more seriously, too, than I really kind of saw it in the st- the 94 stand. Yeah. Why do you, th- why do you yeah, think it's true? Why do you think it's face is bloody though like that's what i was because he <laughs> i mean maybe he just killed bobby terry and he's got all the uh um no it's not bobby terry i don't know maybe it's the teeth thing you know mm, okay yeah I, I it's but that is when i was thinking eric mm. was like ooh. yeah i could see that i could see that maybe it maybe it's his own blood maybe maybe it's after uh the the uh dana situation Ooh. Mm. Yeah, could be oh that. yeah yeah or like the um or, or something the drogan guy drogan, oh yeah drogan one of the somebody. drogans or Dorgan. Yeah, yeah. Dorgan. <laughs> <laughs> or, ooh, maybe it's like post Nadine. Ooh. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be a reason he was angry looking. So yeah. He's coming in on the ground floor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right in front of his face. Yeah. yeah. Or he like raced down there like Clark Kent to try to get, like catch her, but like missed yeah. it. And like, you know, it just splatters all over his face. You know, whatever. Um, yeah. Or it's the fight with Cujo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it could then, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. He's bloody Kojak like Cujo. The real spy. The exactly. real spy. They totally steal <laughs> thunder. It's, it's he's, Cujo. Cujo takes the knife from. It's like a, a knife strapped to his thigh. You oh know? my god! <laughs> if he had like a, a banana hanging from his collar the whole time. Or like flag walks by the dog, and, and then like Lloyd's like, "Huh, cute dog." Wait a second. That's, and then and like flag like turns around. I know that dog. And it's like, that's not Cujo. And then, like, the dog looks over, and they, like, stare at each other, and they're, like, staring each other down. And then, like, Cujo's about to run, and then he just explodes the dog or something. That would be oh, no. bad. No. But you can't have that. The flag's hanging out with, flag's hanging out with Cujo, and he says, he goes, M-O-O-N. Hmm. All I see is M-O-O-N. What, what, is, what is that? And then he goes, why am I talking to you? You're fucking dog. <laughs> right. yeah. uh, now I'm going to be disappointed when, like, Cujo's absolutely not in this. I know. <laughs> You know, like, yeah. but I think Kojak's going to be a good boy and you're going to be okay. I do too. Mm-hmm. I think you'll be okay. When it, when Kojak just gets some screen time, I think you'll be like, okay, all right. I am disappointed about Kuj, but <laughs> I do like this Kojak. Yeah. Hey, maybe Christine's in there, you know? Cool. Oh, I mean, you know somebody's got to drive gonna Christine. Be, they're going like, to walk in. the hallway. Oh, mm-hmm. Do you think Christina's sent us a spot? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, if anybody's going to drive Christine, it would be Harold. So yeah. maybe... That's in one of the flashbacks. Uh, that missed opportunity is the kid came in on Christine. <gasps> yeah. You know? mm-hmm. mm, and maybe cool. he drives by and w- and then like drives off a cliff or something. Like Pennywise and Harry Bowers. <laughs> <or> <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, hey, just waving and then he goes around the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> he like swerves to avoid a wolf or something. Oh, Lord. That is interesting with the wolf, though, because yeah. it mm-hmm. seems, you know, in the, in the like miniseries, that. the mode of transportation is clo- the, the crow. 
I'm wondering if he's still going to turn into the crow in this at all, or if it's. But the wolves. He's got to be the crow. That attack Mother Abigail. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's cool to see the wolves come in in, in some semblance, in some sense. You no, know? I agree. Mm-hmm. But doesn't the, doesn't the, don't the wolves also like that's a whole thing with the kid too, though, right? Yeah, that's and what with kills Kojak. the kid. And that's how he gets got, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it's yeah, the weasels so it's cool in the corn the wolf, with yeah. Mother Abigail. Yes, that is. Oh is. yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Oof. Huh. That's creepy. Well, I'm okay not seeing a weasel in this adaptation. Though. I think that's fine. I think they got to like yeah. limit Stew. the amount of animals as, as they can. <laughs> <in this. laughs> but even Stu says in the trailer, he says, I, I mostly see like his wolf or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he doesn't. So I'm, but that's interesting that for some characters, they, they see him mostly as the wolf, but then like that's just that sequence where Franny, you know, he kind of comes over her shoulder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, so it's like interesting who he decides to show himself to, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know. That's that's cool. Yeah. I, I, hey, look, I'm 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 super interested. Uh, I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm finally really excited to see it because it's really coming up, and I'm 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 uh, I'm ready for some uh, some some stand. Some stand. You're trying to think <laughs> of something there, and that's something that Your I was trying to think stand. earlier when I was writing like intro because it's there's not much you could do <sighs> with the sand in terms of like funny names and stuff, but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're two months. We're almost two months away, which is wild. Like, I, it's not that I want to rush through October because it's my favorite month of the year, but. I am really excited for this. The fact that this is going to be over the holidays is just something that it's something to look forward to. It's really something nice. Something to look forward to. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Any other final thoughts on uh, this trailer? I don't think so. Um, I wonder if we'll get another before it premieres. I know. I know. I mean, I kind of hope we don't. I hope this is it. I I think that they, you know, maybe they'll do like another um, <laughs> panel or something like that. Or, um, <laughs> you know, like they'll do some sort of Instagram take. I don't know. But I, I kind of hope we get nothing else now. I like this is it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Which okay, means we'll so get three too. more. I, yeah. We're going to get like three more TV trailers yeah. that show way too much or something. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, I hope not, though. I would, Maybe yeah. they'll be restrained. I'll say this right now. I think this is the last breakdown trailer episode we do. Um, I mean, obviously, if they do an even longer one or something like that, maybe uh, we can hop on and stuff like that. But I, I do think that this is, I'm going to predict this. This is probably the last one until we start talking about these week to week, um, which is really exciting. I mean, it's We haven't done that since Castle Rock season one. And um, I think this is certainly going to warrant that. What's interesting about that, though, is if we end up getting like three episodes to start it off, um, I don't know. We'll have to figure out mm. when it gets there. But uh, right now, we got way too much stuff to, to think about because, good Lord, is this a busy month. I, I'm sure, constant <laughs> listeners, you've seen already that with our calendar that we shared earlier on in October, we have a lot going on. Um, we just, this isn't even the only episode you get today. Today, we kicked off our new series, Dance Macabre, which is going to see us uh, right. discussing all the books that uh, influence King in, you guessed it, Dance Macabre. So uh, we kicked it <laughs> off with uh, The Hunting of Hill House, great app. Uh, Mac, Randall, you're uh, actually Jen. You're on it too. So all three. Mm-hmm. The gang's all here. So the gang's all here. You all <laughs> went to Hill House. You survived Hill House, which is great. So you got that episode there as well as this one. Um, that's not all. This weekend we have uh, our It 30th Anniversary uh, Reunion Panel at Salem Horror Fest, uh, which uh, Randall and I uh, co-hosted for two nights actually. So it's split up in two chapters, just like It, Chapter One and Chapter Two, if you remember those movies. Mm. And um, next week we have uh, <laughs> we're going to be presenting uh, Silver Bullet at the Music Box of Horrors that uh, is screening October fourteenth uh, at the um, the Chai Town Movies Drive-In. So uh, we're going to be promoting that as well. Um, we're going to be speaking to Greg Nicotero. 
uh, one-on-one. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to do that. Um, we're going to be talking about Creep Show. And then on top of that, because if that wasn't enough, and we even have other side <laughs> episodes, we are going to be also involved in a pop-up event here in Chicago that uh, revolves around The Shining. So um, lots mm. of stuff. You're going to be hearing all about that. Um, and then we also got, you know, Consequence of Sound selling limited edition t-shirts. So get on that. Uh, we also have our own merch store that we're going to be op- opening and launching uh, very, very soon with some really cool designs. Um, it's just so much shit. There's so much stuff. My head is spinning all the time. I like that scene in uh, Beetlejuice, um, <laughs> which has nothing to do with Stephen King, but hey, it's horror. Um, Randall, am I missing anything? It, it, I don't I, think so. I think we're, uh, we got a lot going on, and this was a fun sort of reactive episode to the trailer. I can't yeah. wait for more episodes. So, Mac, uh, do you want to plug anything? Because uh, I know that actually you, uh, you and uh, Randall were uh, on a side episode recently this week also. When you want to digress on that a little bit? That's right. Uh, we uh, over at Halloweenies covered uh, Bone Tomahawk as uh, something we're doing called The Rental uh, via our Patreon. And uh, we also will be releasing on the 13th. Jason, part eight. <laughs> Jason takes Manhattan. Uh, one of the best of the franchise. Uh, so we hope you can hop over there and listen to that. Uh, it's about three hours long. Um, <laughs> Jason takes Manhattan. What if it was just called Jason, part eight? It's like, you know, Jason lives. Friday the 13th, part six. Jason, part they, eight. Yeah, they, they start to give yeah. up with the franchise as Jason it goes. Aiden. So I, 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 I can see that, you Love know. It. But uh, no, Friday the 13th, part eight. Uh, yeah, it's really exciting stuff. And then we're going to be also doing a commentary for Halloween, yep. John Carpenter's Halloween, the original, not to be confused with uh, 2018. Yes, yes. Well, hey, speaking of Halloween, Jen, <laughs> you are celebrating yeah. that franchise like crazy this month. We really are. Yeah, we're talking about three movies in the franchise, actually, because we just dropped our very first comfort horror episode um, with Mike as guest talking about Halloween, the original. And then you can find our um, episode at Salem Horror Fest right now where we talk about Laurie Strode and how she uh, her PTSD manifests in H2O versus the Halloween 2018 um, sequel, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, sequel versus. Yeah, so that's reboot. available right now. <laughs> yeah, Lega sequel. I guess I like that word, yeah. Lega sequel. Um, and then we've got um, an episode on Sydney in Scream One, Two, and Three, talking about PTSD there. And then we just recorded last night um, another comfort horror episode talking about Treehouse of Horror from The Simpsons, which was so much fun and so many quotes because you just can't talk about that without launching into a million. Of my favorite quotes. <laughs> well, it's got Paul Inka's guarantee, and it's got mine too. Um, uh-huh. this is it's Boyd in Tennessee, though, so I'm screwed. <laughs> I know I, that is pretty funny that you that you fall into that. This is also about psychoanalysis, by the way. I don't, I oh yeah, I yeah. Sorry, to the psychoanalysis, psychoanalysis podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm look, great at plugging things, guys. <laughs> this is this is all our lives. This is the podcast. Pod is life, and we are ruled by it. Please, please, please uh, follow us, uh, Losers Club Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Follow us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the Barons. You get so much content over there. You get old episodes. You get new episodes. You get the ability to, to, to feed questions to us so we can ask celebrities. Um, of course, if they are embarrassing, we won't ask them. But um, <laughs> we'll say that thank you for, for submitting them. Um, and you can connect with us all the time. We're going to have exclusive merch on there. Lots of fun stuff. Um, and if you haven't already, please, 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 double please, Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We'd we'd really love some bright red 
Pennywise clown noses um, <laughs> because we deserve them. We, we are your favorite, your devoted, your only losers club. Um, I think that's it. So Let's take us then, out. We'll be seeing you over long days. And pleasant, pleasant, pleasant night. night. I got some hot friends. God, I got some hot friends. I got some hot friends. God, I got some hot friends. But you know you want somebody to treat you good. Consequence Podcast Network.